Hi, my name is Kelly Graham, founder of Alivia Skincare. Welcome to All Things Real, a podcast about health, wellness, clean beauty, and all things real. So let's dive in. Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Graham with Alivia Skincare, and this is my second podcast. Um, and today I'm not alone. My first podcast, if you, it actually hasn't, um, we haven't dropped it yet. It'll be ready in a couple weeks, but I was actually here in the studio by myself and it was a really weird feeling not having someone across the table from me that I could converse with. Um, but we, uh, started this podcast series because I wanted to, um, really kind of document my journey with health and wellness and how it led me to start Olivia Skincare. And if I didn't go through all these adversities, I don't think I would be sitting here and I wouldn't be pursuing this vision that I have to create these beautiful skincare products. So I thought I'd start from the beginning and my first podcast is about my journey with infertility and what my husband and I went through to have children and then the toll it took on my body. And then for the last 10, 11 years, what I've been going through to achieve um, optimal health. And so today, this podcast, I am with my, I, she's, I want to say she's my friend, but she's also my doctor, or was my doctor when she lived here in Orlando, and then she moved away from me. <laughs> uh, she moved to Tampa. But um, Dr. Geringer, Kathleen, Kathleen Geringer, and um, she was... One of my very first doctors that I started going to when I was really, really in a dark place and not feeling well, and she became my acupuncturist and my chiropractor, And but she also became my confidant, and she started to really teach me, was really the first doctor to sit with me and start teaching me about gut health, and, um, and this was over 10 years ago. And really how vital it was on top of everything else that I was doing, how I had to get that straightened out in order to start feeling better. And I was just amazed how she would sit with me and talk with me the whole time I was sitting there with needles all over me. And she would just take the time to educate me on what I needed to do to start feeling better. And so now that I'm sitting here and I have this opportunity to have this platform she was one of the first uh, doctors that came to my mind that I, I have to reach out to her and ask if she would come and sit down with me and talk with me about um, a couple things. And my passion is obviously gut health, um, skin health, um, also the gut skin brain connection, the gut brain connection. Um, I will get into more this year how my dad is in some adva is in advanced stages of dementia. He's 72 years old and it's horrible to watch a parent, <clears throat> you know, basically fading from such a horrible disease at a young age. He's, he's very young and his body is in perfect condition. So I've become very passionate about what we can do as men and women to what kind of supplementation we need to be taking, what we need to be doing um, exercise-wise, food-wise to have the best optimal brain health as well. So I wanted to touch base on that today. So, and then a couple of really cool things that she's doing as well in her practice that we're going to talk about, stem cell therapy, which is awesome. So I wanted to um, give you a little bit of history 
um, with Dr. Geringer. So she is a acupuncture chiropractic physician. She was born in Vietnam to Chinese parents that immigrated to America at the age of four. She is fluent in Vietnamese, Chinese, and English. And true to her Asian her heritage, she believes in healing the body as a whole and educating her patients on health and wellness. She got her undergraduate, Go Gators, University of Florida, and she also got her um, school chiropractic degree in Georgia, and she received her doctorate by the age of 24. She... Um, was in a couple different practices, starting here in Central Florida, Orange City, and then here in Orlando, where I met her at Sejun Medical Clinic. And then in 2014, she opened her own medical clinic in Tampa, and it is called Rajanir. Rajanir, right? I'm saying it right. And so that's where she's been since then. And she's doing just incredible things at her clinic. I'm so jealous that she's not here, here in Orlando so that I could still be going to her. But she just has this awesome approach with her patients and what she's doing. So we are going to now kick it off. I'm going to let you start talking. So I, well, I just wanted to say thank you for coming. It means a lot to me to have you here. You were just, you're just, you leave such an impression on my heart with how you were with me when I was laying there and I was just feeling just. Yes, yes you were very anxious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not from the yes. Yes, right. Because you were battling a lot with anxiety. And I feel like what's happening in our Western medicine is that we don't go and really dive into the root cause of a problem. Right. Instead, we are symptom chasers. So instead of looking at, you know, being more proactive, modern medicine becomes very reactive. Yes. And we talked a lot about, oh, is it the healthcare system? Is it an insurance plan? I was like, no, we have to educate the public on how to be proactive with their own health care, with their right. own wellness care, because the body is just an amazing, amazing system that we have the ability to heal itself. Yes. And we were talking about gut health. Gut health is huge. A lot of times um, patients like, well, what? Does that have to do with my anxiety? Yes. What does that have to do with my brain fog or my... And that was me. I have to say, when I was laying there, I remember mm -hmm. now I was trying to get the timeline, uh, and I think it was like 10 or 11 years ago, because Reagan's going to be 16 yes, years old, which is I crazy. Know, I remember. And Faith will be 13 <laughs> next mm -hmm. week. And I mean, when you said to me, on top of everything else that I was doing, I mean, yes. you were also taking care of my the chiropractic side because mm -hmm. I, from so much muscle atrophy that I had when I was um, on bed rest for three months, my back was yes. never the same. My lower mm -hmm. back went out two weeks after I gave birth to Faith. It was horrible. So not only were you taking care of that, I was full of anxiety and just had d didn't realize that my basically my hormones had completely crashed. Of course. And so we yes. were trying to get that uh, back on track. But mm -hmm. you were the first doctor who really said, girl, you got to get your gut in line. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And you, and I'll never forget, you looked at me and said, you have to infiltrate your gut with as many greens as possible. Yes. And maybe elaborate on that because it's always resonated with me all this time. And that just, I was like, okay, this is fascinating how mm -hmm. it's connected. And because of that, that's going to start giving my serotonin and epinephrine yes. and anxiety, mm -hmm. all that starts to get better, but I have to start feeding my gut 
the right foods. Yes, and when we talk about the gut, I mostly concentrate on the small intestinal tract. The small intestine is about 23 feet long. So it's think about a tennis court, that's how long it is. So it curls all the way up and it sits right in your body. So with the, um, with the small intestine, that's where food absorption comes into play. Gotcha. People think that they eat the food and it just goes right out. It's like, no, it has to be broken down and the body will kind of like select what are good nutrients to feed certain parts of the body. Those nutrients has to be broken down to feed your lungs, to pe- mm. feed your heart, to feed all the different organs in your body. And then whatever that the body does not need, it gets rejected. Then that's what we call fecal matter, you know, food gotcha. in, you know, toxins out. Right, right. So when you have someone that comes in um, to your practice now, and they, and I'm sure you have it a lot, whether it's women with hormonal issues or men, in men get have hormonal issues too, yes. which we don't talk about a lot, mm-hmm. but it also happens. And I know I, I follow you on social media, and you, yes. you treat men that have oh. issues, but we mm-hmm. all we all get, you know, whether you're going through menopause or you start getting, you know, 30s and 40s. Your hormones are constantly changing. Yes. And these things can just happen. And even after giving birth to your children, I mean, mm-hmm. apparently with me, I was completely normal, had never had any problems. And after Faith was born, within like six months, everything just fell apart. I mean, I just, and I guess because my body didn't reset properly. Yes. And so I was con- constantly fighting between a hormonal imbalance and it, it was a spiral effect and started all these side effects. Mm-hmm. And so the goal is, you know, what specific foods and supplementations do you tell your patients um, that are coming in with these type of side effects that they need to start doing on a daily basis in order to start feeling better? Okay, that's a really, really great question. And the first thing is that I like to um, talk about pH. pH is really, really important. So think about being down in Florida. Think about the pool water. You know, mm-hmm. so the pool guy goes and check the pH of your water. It has to be a certain level so all the green stuff, the algaes, don't grow. Right. Think about your intestinal tract the same way. So our pH level, our saliva pH level, should sit between 7.25 to 7.5. And what that does is that it protects your body from all the other toxins and all the debris from entering into your um, small intestinal tract. And then you probably hear a term called leaky gut. Yes. So what happens is that if you're able to maintain a pH level of 7.25 and up, we call that keeping your body very alkalized. And you can go to a health food store and pick up pH strips and just monitor your pH on a regular basis. And I said, do it first thing in the morning before you brush your teeth and make sure that the pH level is at 7.25 and 7.5. So that's kind of like one of the things that you can do on your own to be very proactive to your care. That is important. And um, what are alkalizing foods? Alkalizing foods are lots of green leafy vegetables. And did you know that the molecular structure of your blood is the same exact molecular structure structure as chlorophyll, which is wow. in greens, Yes, except in our blood, the, um, the core molecular structure is iron, Fe, and in plants, it's magnesium, Mg. And magnesium is the most abundant 
um, what we called mineral that the body's lacking because oh, people are not eating enough greens. Right. And so um, magnesium is essential for every single thing. And so if you Google up magnesium in the periodic table, you see that it does so much stuff for the body, calming as well. And, you know, that that kind of opens up a whole nother um, thing, especially me being a mom and you being a mom mm-hmm. like with our kids and stuff, is how do we change the conversation to start putting more of these foods, Not you know, starting early with our kids and yes. teaching them in – you know, my kids aren't going to sit there and eat a big bowl of vegetables for, you know, three times a day. It's just not going to mm-hmm. happen. And that's why I always say, what do we do that's realistic that we can, and maybe that's the supplementation. And I don't know how big you are on that. If you're a huge fan of supplementation or you feel like we need to get it all through f- food, that it's the purest form. But what do you, um, what do you think as far as if someone can't get in or they lead a really busy lifestyle, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that they can do in exactly. order to get what they need mm-hmm. to start changing to where the body becomes alkaline and they start feeling better? Of course. And and you're totally right because our vegetables are so depleted from right. the rich minerals that we used to have in our soil. Yes. So it's almost like a catch-22, but I believe in moderation and I believe in a balancing mm-hmm. act. Yes, I cannot take, you know, I cannot get about 14 to 34 servings of vegetables in one day. Right. So what do I do? I just, um, I call it a green drink. So I buy yes. some greens powder, I mix it in my water, and then I drink it. So that helps to alkalize my body. If I'm making a uh, or a smoothie or something like that. Don't just use fruits, you know, throw some vegetables. So the key is about 70, 30, 70 vegetables, green leafy vegetables, and maybe 30, you can put nuts in there, or you can put like fruits in there, or even dietary habits too. be good 70% of the time. And right. then you can be a little bit bad 30% of the time. And that's how I bribe my, um, my son on trying to eat healthy. Yes, and, especially with him away at college. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the college lifestyle, his independence. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and talk about college. I am so shocked that these college students, they're on Xanax, they're on Adderall. You know, I'm thinking Adderall for ADD? Please, it's amphetamine. And amphetamine is like having cocaine in your body 24 hours. And I'm like, you haven't even paid a mortgage bill yet. Why, why, why are you having anxiety? <laughs> you I, know? I know, I know. So again, it's it's, it's gut health and, and we got to restore that imbalance. I mean, yes, some, you know, do need the medication in certain cases, but before we give them these meds and suppress their um, neurological firings, yes, address the deficiency first and see what's going on. And I measure, I measure everything. I run laps and people. I, I want to make sure that I see results and and to see what's going on in there because not everybody's the same. Oh, absolutely. So if you were a, a mom. Um, or a dad, you know, whatever it is that you, let's just say, you know what, I don't have the money to come and see someone like Dr. Geringer. And I, I, I just need to know some, 
what are some of your top choices? Let's say someone can only goes to a lucky supermarket or they go to Whole Foods or, you know, that's the extent of what they can do to go in and you're, they're walking down the supplementation aisle. Mm-hmm. What would you advise? I mean, do you have like three things or, you know, two things that you could say, look, this is great. This is write this down. Uh, go get it. Start implementing it. Start giving it to your children. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, do you have anything that you can share? Yes. The first thing I would well, I like to share is that um, you know, when you drink your water, squeeze yes. a little bit lemon or lime in it. Yes, I do because that every morning. Lemon or tea. lime helps to alkalize the mm-hmm. body, and of course. But Dr. Geringer, lemon or lime, that's sour, so that's acidic. It's like, no, it stimulates your hydrochloric acid. It's almost like prepping your army before going to battle. So it's prepping your digestive system to release amylase, lipase, and protease mm. to be able to go in there and digest the food that's coming. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yes, yes. yes. I mean, as simple as that. Put some, squeeze some lemon or lime in your water and drink it. And then you notice that your skin starts to change. And the skin, as you know, it's the largest organ in the body. I know. And Kelly, I, I love what, you know, what you're doing because a lot of these, um, these what we called uh, the receptor cells for our hormones is being um, altered because people put a lot of chemicals on their body. I know. And your products is all natural, you know. Well, people don't talk about it enough. And that's why I, I love the whole gut skin. And gut skin brain connection because everything that you're talking about about the gut and needing to be pH balanced and mm-hmm. alkaline the skin has the exact same ecosystem exactly and you have to pH balance the skin mm-hmm. and you have to balance that ecosystem out yes. and in order to do that you have to feed it properly it's the yes. exact same premise the same premise and we've gotten so far away from mm-hmm. real foods on the skin. No one's real. I mean, people are talking about it more now, but it is amazing how many chemicals a day we put on our body to yes. our deodorants, to our shampoos mm-hmm. and conditioners, all of our cosmetic products that we're using. Yes. Um, body washes. It's unbelievable when mm-hmm. you start thinking it goes directly into your bloodstream. We are just being inundated and we're starting our children at such an early age with just these chemically ridden products. And yes. our, you wonder why the ecosystem on the skin gets completely mm-hmm. disrupted and we yes. have eczema and rosacea mm-hmm. and psoriasis and keratosis and all these, you know, things that come mm-hmm. up. So it's just, I find it fascinating mm-hmm. that how you treat the gut, you treat the skin the same way. Exactly. And and if you really, um, if you really pull out chemistry 101, that periodic table. So on the periodic table, you'll see fluorite, bromite, and um and it, it, what it does is that it competes with the receptor cells of iodine. Yeah. And so you wonder why everybody's walking around with anxiety, constipation, hair loss, um, heart palpitation, they can't sleep, low energy, fatigue, dry skin, missing a third of their eyebrows. Those are hypothyroidism. Those are signs and symptoms of a sluggish thyroid. And your thyroid's your metabolism. And then once when you get to a certain age, which we treat um, hormonal patients like menopause or perimenopause, suddenly they can duct tape the lips and they can't lose the weight. You know? I know. Yeah, right? exactly. It gets, yes. it gets, it's it tough. It gets hard. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because our meta- metabolism slows down. That's why. That's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, on kind of staying on this whole gut, skin, brain connection, 
uh, as far as the brain connection with mm-hmm. the gut and how I'm, you know, very passionate about dementia and Alzheimer's with my dad um, being 72 and in advanced stages of dementia. And, you know, my brother and I talk about it all the time with each other as mm-hmm. far as, you know, we bounce ideas off of each other and what we're doing nutritionally and supplementation and all of that. And it's, I, I'd love to get your input on what you are doing to, with your patients as far as, uh, what the, as far as brain food goes. And, you know, the gut brain connection and how they work together. I mean, I can share some of the supplementations that I'm taking, but I would love to get your feedback on what you feel like is super important for that Mm -hmm. optimal brain function. Yes. Well, omegas is absolutely amazing for brain food, fish oil, omega essential fatty acid. And not only that, it's great for pain as well because it's a COX inhibitor and resveratrol. Lots and lots of research shows that resveratrol between 250 to 500 milligrams of resveratrol that you can buy over the counter is very, very, it inhibits the um, the mechanism of it going down the pathway of dementia and also Alzheimer's. That's interesting because I haven't mm-hmm. actually even heard about that. Oh, wow. I mean, I know about omegas, that's what I do. I take mm-hmm. two omegas a day and I've yes. taken them for years. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, some of our listeners out there might be vegan and may mm-hmm. not want to take the fish oil because yes. of that. I mean, are there alternatives to if someone says, oh, you know, I, I can't take that because it's a, a fish oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else can they I be doing? I would do like maybe flaxseed oil, you know, okay. or a sesame oil. They can do something like that. But resveratrol, it really helps to focus as well. So I usually take it. Like, for example, tomorrow I'm going to the Bay Hill Invitational. Mm-hmm. I'll be walking those beautiful um, manicure golf courses, right. not just Bay Hill, but whenever I go and play golf, I double my resveratrol because guess what? You know that they're going to put a lot of fertilizers oh, and chemicals. Yes. That's why the courses look absolutely amazing. And you wonder why these people are walking those golf courses every single day, practice every single day. Breathing all that breathing stuff Breathing all that stuff or even lift around it, you know? So again, Bringing that attention, bringing that mindset, educating the patient that you have to protect your body. We can't live in a bubble, but you got to protect your body. And I always remind them this, your genetic loads the gun, your lifestyle pulls the trigger. Uh, right? Great, great advice. So your, your so parents true. are our blueprint. So instead of waiting for that to happen, why can't you be proactive with it? You know? What do you feel uh, about being able to reverse some of those genetic propensities? Oh, of course. With modern medicine, you're totally able to do that, you know. And um, it's it's not just only reverse, but you can slow down that aging process. Like uh, we also do what we call healthy cell DNA testing at our clinic, where we know if um, there's going to be genetically an adverse reaction to a certain kind of medication that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, we also can see if genetically, for example, on my own guinea pig, um, vitamin D, that's huge. That's one of the supplements that I would totally recommend everybody to take. And the reason why is that we see a lot of deficiencies in vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And vitamin D is a pro-hormone 
Yes. It's not just a sunshine vitamin. It's a pro-hormone, and it's also great for your immune system and great for your gut health. And also, doesn't it help with warding off some certain types of cancers, too? Oh, of course, yes. And they say that um, on a vitamin D range, the range um, standard medicine is between 30 to 100 Optimally, I love it if my patients can stay in a range between 50 to 70. And if wow, somebody, lower. yeah, no, higher. Oh, higher. Between 50 to 70. Okay. And um, any patients that have a history of cancer or a family history of cancer, I like them to bring it all the way up to 70 to 90. Mm-hmm. And so many patients come in. And their vitamin D level is kind of like in the dumps. It's like 30. And a poor man's test Why for vitamin D. Why do you think that D, is? Which I find interesting. I mean, they say that good to go out. A lot of times I'll, in the early morning, mm-hmm. I'll go and sit outside for 15, 20 minutes. Yes. Just enough to get a little, you know, color on mm-hmm. me. And then that's it. Um, just to, and to get that vitamin D. Exactly. But it, and I find it. Especially living here in Florida, I find mm-hmm. it amazing that so that, many people are so deficient in vitamin D. Exactly. Why is that? Is it well, the be- food, what we're, what we're putting in our body and consuming? Yes, or sometimes some people, they put too much of that SPF or they coat themselves with all sorts of stuff so your body's not absorbing it. Mm-hmm. And the other part is that, again, genetic. You know, genetically, when I test myself, I have a mutation, one of my snap genes that I can bake myself out in the sun. And of course, I'm Asian. I should be able to absorb that vitamin D. My skin tone changes color when I'm out in the sun, but I don't. So I know that in my body, optimally, I need to take between 2,000 to 5,000 IUs of vitamin D every single day. Every single day. And if it's in the wintertime, if it starts dipping down, then I up it to 10,000. Oh, wow. You know, 10,000. I'll mm-hmm. be known. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I think I take around 5,000 okay. um, a day and... I've, I've stayed pretty optimal. Sometimes I actually trend a little higher uh, mm-hmm. and they'll say, okay, you can back down a little bit. So yes. I used to take two and now I just take one. Good, and good. It, it, and I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because again, everything is in moderation. Right. Vitamin D is a fat soluble. So too much of it can cause toxicity in your body. Interesting. And it can also displace your calcium level and can cause parathyroid imbalances. So that's why I measure. I was like, measure, measure, and measure. And I measure through serum testing to see, you know, where your levels are at and, and step back and look at your whole body as a whole functioning unit and not just treat one little area. Exactly. Because everything's connected. So if you had... A, a couple of things that are, let's just say, personally that you use as far as like powder form. I mean, we're just the industry. We're just inundated. I know. With protein powder, collagen powder, uh-huh. the whole thing. Uh-huh. And it, to me, it gets a little overwhelming. It is. And so a lot of times uh-huh. I'll be like, well, I kind of depend on people that I have that have a lot of credibility mm-hmm. and I'll you know, see what they're the latest and greatest or what they've researched and then I'll research it, so on and so forth. But so tell me a little bit about your personal mm-hmm. diet and what you do. I mean, I follow you, so I see how you eat and it's, it's amazing. And yes, you are Asian and you, you fix the best bowls. I see it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, my food, actually, I work 
you know, a lot of hours mm-hmm. and I travel a lot and stuff like that. And so on my app, I'll look for a Whole Foods or something like that if I'm on, on the road. But if I'm at home, my, my food usually takes about 15 to 20 minutes to whip up because I'm not like a recipe person. You yes. know, I just throw things together. But um, but in reality, yes, <laughs> for most right. people, right. Um, what I do is that I tell everybody I don't want to have my whole day scheduled for popping supplements and popping pills. You know, for me, it only works if it's by my nightstand or by my coffee pot. You know, that's Mm -hmm. it, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I rotate my vitamins. So I rotate it just like the season winter, spring, summer, and fall. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Oh, we may need to talk a little bit more about this. So what you want to do is that, again, you got to look at um, your lifestyle, your occupation, and and when you're stressed the most. For me, around Christmas time is when I'm under a lot of stress because I have a lot of activities, commitments, and events that I have to attend. And that's when my diet is off. So around November and December, what I do is that I I really boost up my gut health. Uh, Instead of taking one probiotic, I take two probiotics before I go to sleep. And 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 probiotics, not to interrupt you. Yes. Mm -hmm. There is a a certain time you should take probiotics. Is nighttime the most beneficial? I feel like at nighttime. Okay, that's what I've heard. On an empty stomach. Yes, that's what I've heard. Yes. To work during the night. Yes, because the probiotics actually, the reason why it's say, you know, 50 billion or 100 billion or whatever, Whatever billion they have in there is because when you take it, it has to bypass all that um, that that gut in order for it to reach down to the lower part of your digestive tract. You know, so mm-hmm. that's when the um, that's when absorption takes place, and okay. again in the small intestinal. So you want to make sure that you have a really good probiotic. Okay. So what else do you rotate around? Um, I rotate around adrenal support. You know, my adrenals, whenever I'm under tremendous stress, I want to make sure that I keep my adrenals up to par because of the adrenals is what manages our stress. But if your adrenals are not balanced, so are your hormones. Yes. Adrenal makes testosterone. You know, adrenals make a lot of different hormones in our body. So um, cortisol is huge. Patients come in, they crawl in, they always have almost like the three major issue, energy, sleep, and low sex drive, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. and how we treat that. Exactly. And so when someone comes in with those type of issues, the first thing you do is run, I mean, take me through a typical patient at your clinic, because you're not a conventional clinic. You are... You are getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. So someone coming in to see you, there are going to be extensive blood tests done, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, so how do you... And then I would prioritize. I'm, I'm the more of the less is more. A lot of these places you go in and they throw like a serum testing, saliva testing, cortisol testing. They throw all sorts of food allergy testing all at once. That's like you're walking in. You can't even think. You can't even focus. You have no energy. Like I'm going to tell you what to do. So what we do is that we run um, just a a comprehensive blood panel and figure out what the primary problem is. And a lot of time, if I'm able to address that primary problem, all the secondary one is able to 
work fall itself. in place. Yeah. Yes. yes. So why would we want to? Um, why would we want to overwhelm our patients even more because they already feel overwhelmed? And for example, patients come in if they're if they cannot sleep at night, if they cannot shut their brain up at night, there's no way that their body's able to repair and heal. So the first thing I like to do in most of my patients is balance their sleep cycle. And do you balance that with, does magnesium come into play? Magnesium. Magnesium comes into play. And how do you know if you have too much magnesium? is when you have diarrhea. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. it's funny because when I was first going through all of this and that was one of the things that uh, Dr. Patty, she, Mm -hmm. when you were working with her at Sejun Clinic here in Orlando, she said, I want you to take enough magnesium magnesium until you have diarrhea mm-hmm. because of inflammation for my headaches that I was having and just to kind of calm everything down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I found it. Inter- I mean, I was taking like 800 milligrams a day. Wow. And mm-hmm. but it, it I had no other side. I had no side effects. No. Other mm-hmm. than that. So it's amazing. I don't think people realize how much magnesium you can actually tolerate. Yes. Uh-huh. And how good it is for you. Oh, it's great. It's great for the heart. It's great for the digestive tract. It's great for the um, the mental um, anxiety. It really it's a really, really calming supplement. And now, as far as magnesium goes, do you suggest a certain type of magnesium? Um, there's different type. There's magnesium glycinate and yes. magnesium citrate. And anybody that has kind of like constipation issues or history of constipation, and whenever I hear history of constipation, immediately I think about the thyroid. You know, uh-huh. immediately I think about the thyroid. Just like if I hear miscarriages, immediately or infertility, immediately I think about progesterone. That was you know? me. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what's interesting is that I literally produced little to no progesterone when I was pregnant. It would start off normal and then it would tank, like completely tank. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until the third or fourth miscarriage that they really started to monitor me on a weekly basis, like right when I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And my doctor called me and she said, it's unbelievable. Like the week before you were normal and Mm -hmm. then the following week you completely plummeted to to the point where there's no way you'd be able to sustain a pregnancy. Wow. And what's interesting is, is that, you know, I took progesterone injections every day while I was um, pregnant. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, with my two that I actually made it. <laughs> um, so I did progesterone shots in my rear every day. Big, huge syringe oh my of progesterone. Yeah. But what's interesting is that my progesterone, it, after they were born, never came back properly no. either. Mm-hmm. And that's where all this stuff started, where it, the progesterone exactly. can actually starve that vascular system and the heart palpitations and the anxiety attacks and not mm-hmm. sleeping and the headaches and and all that from one hormone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being out of, out of whack. Exactly. And for us women, we're pretty complicated by nature so we it's it's when you balance hormones it's like everything progesterone testosterone estradiol and thyroid Mm -hmm. for men testosterone make sure that it goes down the right pathway and make sure that it converts so they don't have man boobs you know men are so easy (laughs) i was like man boobs suddenly they wake up (laughs) so funny oh my goodness so it, it now completely switching gears a little bit and you had my attention because when we were conversing offline 
you told me that you are really getting into stem cell therapy Mm -hmm. and how incredibly fascinating it is. And I want to touch base on that a little bit as far as what you're doing in your clinic and just the advantages. I am super intrigued about it, especially Mm -hmm. with pain management, inflammation issues, uh, and just kind of talk about the difference between um, stem cell therapy and like PRP. Because I know a lot of that goes around, like people are talking about PRP and Mm -hmm. getting your blood spun down and a lot of Mm -hmm. anti-aging stuff that you can do with your own blood, correct? Yes, But really to kind of separate the difference in Mm -hmm. what you're doing with that. Well, um, PRP, we actually offer both at our clinic. Um, PRP is, for example, for myself, uh, my own guinea pig, and my family's my guinea pig too. So for myself, what I do is that I have my blood taken out and it gets spun down. And then what we call, it's the, the liquid gold. So that is the plastic part of the blood where the stem cells are. So we use that to inject into the body. So for somebody with um, hair loss or hair thinning, um, that works really, really well, where we can see that the hair follicles actually growing back. It's just phenomenal. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And you just like, so when you say inject, not to be... I know it sounds kind of trivial me asking mm-hmm. this, but do you just hook an IV back up right in, into the arm, or how do um, you? No, if it's a, if it's directly in the um, in the head, you know, you, you inject it in the head. You just put you, know, it, you inject the it in the head. Yeah. Okay. Yes, with a needle. Unbelievable. Yes. So you're actually injecting <laughs> yes. it into the site that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, we can do that. And sometimes um, some people use it for joint injections as well, the PRP. And again, depending on that patient and depending on their history, and then we have something called umbilical cord stem cells, which is fascinating. So these umbilical cord stem cells are safe and they're very simple. It's just um, they they come cryo-frozen and they're from donated healthy babies, full-term babies, and healthy moms. Yes, yeah, so the, oh yes. My, that's, we were talking yes. about this off, I know. off the air, saying uh-huh. that there's no controversy here no. as far as like any kind of like fetus or, I mean, we're talking, this is yes. a full-term baby full-term that they are baby. donating their, their umbilical cord blood. Yes. So uh-huh. there's not any no. reason to. The other one is called embryonic stem cells, and that is illegal, okay, in the United States. Gotcha. So we don't even touch that. That's what's causing the um, the confusing and the controversial. We do umbilical cord stem cells. Okay. You know, and we call them, the, the brand that we use is called Infinity Cells. And what they do is that they're, like I said, they're screen, um, making sure that they're disease-free. And so what are some of the... Uh, other things that you're using the stem cell for. So hair loss. Talk about like the inflammation or chronic pain side. Yes. Oh my gosh. Stem cell Actually, I'm for. having a um, an event coming up. And once when we're done, I'll shoot you over the video of the event um, where we're talking about debilitating like chronic pain. Some patients, they've been suffering with tremendous chronic pain. And, and I've experienced it myself. And that's why I went down the path I went you know, this health and wellness path, because I did meet a doctor, and he did change my life. And, um, and I was like over medicated. And I was only maybe 18 or 19 years old at that time. And, um, and so anyway, so with the umbilical cord stem cells, it really helps with inflammation. So the stem cells, their, their job is to seek out inflammation. And they like to go in there and regenerate and repair and kind of like rebuild all these new tissues. And so you're able to see so many results from inflammation. Because when you really think about inflammation, mm-hmm. 
it's the root cause of a lot of illnesses. Everything. Pain, illnesses, it's inflammation. Anything with an itis, it's inflammation. I know, I know. So when people come in, is it mainly back pain that you're doing it with or like knee pain or just joint pain? Is that a big thing that you're doing the stem cell with? Well, yes. Um, Most of the time, patients don't just come in, the majority of the time, patients don't just come in and say, hey, I I want stem cell therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Only people like me are you. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we clicked. I'm ready to drive down next week. We're going to talk about for my back. (laughs) And and that's where we want our, our, our public to get to you know instead of waiting for that pain to occur and being proactive yes, instead of reactive proactive. with our with our it's, whole health care it, it's almost like an alarm system you know mm-hmm. you alarm your your house and guess what by the time the alarm gets on that's pain the intruder's already inside your house mm-hmm. so why can't we kind of like protect our house by putting a barrier around it so at least it alerts us before they come inside so do that to your body you know be very proactive to it don't wait until that pain comes don't wait until things and i and tell my patients that you know your body best because you live in it and i remember i have this conversation with you over and over again you know Mm -hmm. communication is key and finding the right provider finding that that doctor that that provider that's able to listen to you and you're able to communicate because it's real to you. Your symptoms are real. Well, and I think that's the problem with our conventional healthcare system now is that they don't have the time. No, they don't have don't. the time to come in and sit and say, okay, I have even 20 minutes to mm-hmm. sit and talk with you about what's going on. Instead, they have eight minutes. Exactly. And so what happens? They get inundated, they come in, and especially someone like me mm-hmm. that walks in uh, you know, years ago, and I'd be like, okay, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> she brings in a binder. <laughs> I know, I have this binder. I'm thinking, I'm like, I did not ask for this to happen to me. But nonetheless, uh, and they look at you, and it's, it's almost almost like it, if you don't fit in the cookie cutter mm-hmm. protocol yes then it just it, you're not going to get any results of and 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 the thing is is that like I have a really good internal medicine doctor who's you know conventionally trained and I would and I know he'll come on a podcast with me he's the most he's a wonderful wonderful man and he's he's still my doctor but he actually broke away from his practice. He had a a practice for like 25 years. Mm -hmm. And he said, Kelly, I was tired of not being able to practice medicine anymore. I was completely dictated by Mm -hmm. how much time I had. I mean, I had literally eight minutes when you know the Obamacare went in, it went from like 14 minutes to eight minutes. Yes. And he said, you just feel like all you're doing is just going in and mm-hmm. doing, going through the motions and then leaving and hurrying up to get to the next person. So he actually went out on his own so that he could start having 30 minutes, yes. 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he actually takes insurance. But when you walk in, they make it perfectly clear. You may have to wait an hour. Mm-hmm. Because he actually wants to get to the root of your problem and exactly. and and run the right tests and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, I think that a lot of people get frustrated because a they don't have the money to go and just pay to play. I call it pay to play doctors yes. that can sit with them for an hour at a time, and actually trying to find a doctor that will take insurance that mm-hmm. will sit and listen to their problem. Yes, exactly. And it's funny you said that because twenty five percent of my 
patient base are other doctors, internal really? medicine, oncologists, you know, specialist doctors. Because so you these, take the time to run yes, the test. That because they, they don't feel well. And these are these are the, um, I, I love it because these are like the orthopedists or all these doctors that used to laugh at my probiotics, <laughs> laughed at my omegas, you know, <laughs> laughed about my pH and my greens. And now they're having symptoms themselves. Yes. And, and you can't blame them, just like you say, you can't blame them, um, because sometimes they're, they have to offer what they call standard of care. So they have to offer what they're taught in school, and they can't really deviate from that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so if I can educate just one of my colleagues, one doctor, one MD, one internal medicine doctor, maybe, you know, they can take that knowledge and educate one patient or two patients and and feel better about that, you know, about practicing because they went to school and they they really want to save lives and sometimes they get caught up in the system. Yes, that's what, you know, and that just brings me back to this whole thing of, my whole platform for starting this podcast is just if you can help one person or yes. one family mm-hmm. and the, the light bulb goes off, whether, you know, they're listening to this podcast, whether they're in the car or they're at home and fixing dinner and, and they say, wow, yeah, I mean, that's beneficial or that'll help me or I really need to start taking omegas. I need to start taking D3. I need to start taking magnesium every day. And maybe what I'll do is give a list of certain brands that sure. you, I mean, do you yes. have a, a brand uh-huh. like a, an over the, or, you know, that you can get in the grocery store that you trust that um, you, I, I would say that steer away from, you know, anything that has like artificial colors, steer away from things that have like all these, um, these, um, sugars that they hide in there, like aspartame and all this stuff right. that they, um, right. kind of throw into these supplements. So make sure it's as natural as possible, but, um, like over the counter brands that I kind of like is, um, life extension. Life extensions, you know, awesome. it's great. Awesome. And um, and I, I love the um, the CEO of the company. He's wonderful. Yes. He's done a lot for our profession in the wellness industry. Mm-hmm. They're a huge and, customer um, of ours, by the way. Oh, well, good. Yeah, good, they yeah. love Olivia, and yes. I love talking about them. They are mm-hmm. they're they're based out of Fort Lauderdale. Yes. but they have a whole team of scientists and doctors. Mm-hmm. So. Um, everybody listening, lifeextension.com, you can go there. They put out a magazine mm-hmm. and they have very credible products. And I think yes. you can get, I've seen some of them at Whole Foods, right? Yes, you can get them at the Whole Foods. Sometimes certain Publix carries it. Yes, you know? yes. So, um, so yeah, so Life Extension is one of the great um, products that I like. And another one is the company, it's called Now. And, oh yeah, uh, now. And you, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the labels, yeah, kind of like that an they're all capital. Label. Aren't yes. they all capital uh-huh. letters in yeah. OW? Yes, exactly. Yes. And um, and that's a pretty good over the counter company and stuff like that. So you kind of compare. Um, at my practice, unfortunately, I have to carry like a couple vendors just because certain vendors um, produce a certain product that I see great results with sure and then more of a pharmaceutical vendor. grade right yes or, of course it has to be pharmaceutical physi- grade or physician grade yes yeah and so we we want to make sure that it has like um you know and and rotate your vitamins too rotate it like i said winter spring summer and fall so then you you have like a um so you don't take the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. how do you yeah. feel about like splurina like take taking uh th- those type of oh. stuff Oh, you should. You, well, did you see my um, my little posts about my <laughs> smoothie in the morning? <laughs> I put 
put a scoop of kelp sometimes. I put a scoop of greens, spirulina. I put like five together, little apricot all seeds. Together. All together. All okay. together. Like I love it. I, I love I'll, it. I'll share you the, um, the, all, all the stuff that I put in my smoothie. That's you awesome. Know? So when I do a more of a vegan-based protein, mm-hmm. I cannot, um, some people, they cannot digest whey because it puts a lot of pressure on the liver. And I didn't know that until I, you know, until I start taking several type of proteins. And then, um, and then I would you break have that out. problem with whey yes, or you were noticing I, that with patients? I, I noticed that with, with myself and I noticed it with, with several patients as well. Because it's hard to digest. So I would say a vegan-based protein would be more of like a pea protein mm-hmm. or a rice protein. That you, know? you would get. Yeah, that I would get. That's what I do. Kinda, like, I don't know. I, you know. I do a, a pea protein. and mm-hmm. but, I, but some people react to a pea protein. Oh, really? Yeah, some wow. people can. I mean, mm-hmm. if it, for it, some inflammation purposes like myself that get headaches all the time. I, get, mm-hmm. I, I mean... Um, I, you know, I get I have chronic migraines that I deal with and still deal with, but I've noticed that through diet specifically, it, I, it helps me the most to keep things calm. Mm-hmm. Like Good. I cannot touch chocolate, yes, uh-huh. which is just a crime to the world. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but I've, in, I've just noticed, and I was muscle tested, yes. and that uh-huh. was that's the other. I mean, muscle testing to me is amazing mm-hmm. and I think if anybody it's great money to mm-hmm. spend to get muscle tested and bring in the supplements that you take stuff yes. that you take mm-hmm. on a daily basis and have them tested on yourself to mm-hmm. see how your body is reacting to them exactly and that was one of the things I have super high levels of histamine so mm-hmm. chocolate uh-huh. and wine so two yes. of the great things in life I know right? so I've become a very boring person oh I know <laughs> me too because I can't drink wine I'm totally allergic and I even genetically test myself so I don't have the alpha keto catalase enzyme to break down the uh, alcohol so no but so, it's amazing how many people don't know they walk around or they're eating or drinking something every day and they they, they have no idea that their body is actually mm-hmm. rejecting it and they're having a problem and they get symptoms and they they but they don't correlate that it could be something like that exactly it's exactly. just it's it's, or, it's crazy. or sometimes like patients come in and they're like you know they're like oh no you're gonna turn me into a vegan <laughs> you know, I was like, no, I won't. Let's sit down and let's see what's going on in there. And they're like, yeah, I had these food sensitivity tests and I'm allergic to 150 items. I was like, no, that's depression right there. You know, <laughs> so I said, just let's keep it simple. If you think that you have some kind of imbalance, some gut issues or something like that, stay away from dairy for yes. about 21 days. Mm-hmm. Stay away from corn and stay away from soy. Those are like the three main allergens. And then once when you kind of like clear up your symptoms, you can slowly you bring can it back. You can start figuring out yes. what it is that are trigger foods. Exactly. But exactly. I guess we don't realize how many things have soy in them. No, we do not. You know, yeah, that's it's yeah. Uh, becomes a very interesting deal when you get into the diet part of it. I've had all of my food allergens tested, and the one peanut butter, mm-hmm. so I can't that yes. came up very high. Peanut butter is the hardest thing to digest, peanuts, mm-hmm. and so um, a lot of times when somebody that has full blown Hashimoto's, they have what they call a leaky gut, so they become very very sensitive to um, to peanut butter. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I've switched totally over to almond butter, uh-huh. which seems yes. to work out fine, especially to put in smoothies or 
you know, sandwiches or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. with apples, with almond butter. I just, and I've gotten so used to that. I haven't had peanut butter, I don't think, in four years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. but you just learn. You uh-huh. just learn of in course. moderation. Of course, and, you're thinking, oh, peanut butter, it's protein. Yes. You know, but yes. no, it's the hardest thing to digest. And if people that really like cheese and stuff like that, um, goat cheese mm-hmm. is the easiest to digest. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like goat cheese. Yeah. So that's good to know. I put it <laughs> on my good. salads. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's easy. So if you, before we end today, um, what would be one thing that our audience could take back as far as with them for overall health, what they should be doing, or maybe a couple, what's the, the trick, trick of the trade? The trick of the trade. Yes. Please squeeze that lemon or lime in your water. Oh. Keep that pH level nice and high. I love it. And yes. organic. Yes. Right? Organic. Organic. Or if you can't find organic, it's okay. You know, I rather do you, I rather you do something than nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so I would love it if somebody would start doing it. All right, that. everybody out there, I better mm-hmm. start seeing people cutting lime and putting in their tea every morning, putting in hot water, everything. Yes, everything. Yes. I squeeze that in my water every single day. Well, this has been a blast. If people want to get in touch with you, tell them what your website is. You have it over there, so I just so I say it. You <laughs> it say is. it right because I know I, I don't want to mispronounce anything. It is www.rmcwellness.com. Yes, and you can follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook. It's Rajanir R A J E U N I R Medical Center, and on Instagram we're at RMC Wellness. Awesome. Yes. Cool. <laughs> this was so much fun. I really appreciate it. It, it means so much to me. You're oh, of course. more than just a doctor to me. You're a friend. We just, mm-hmm. we would sit and talk for so long. Oh, and, I know. And, and you and, know, and, I love it. <laughs> well, and it just, it means a lot. And I think just like mm-hmm. we were saying that when patients are feeling helpless yes, and they come in and they just want to be able to talk with somebody that will listen and possibly have a solution or to help them get on the right track it means everything Mm -hmm. and I've never forgotten what it's like to feel just helpless that you're never going to get better and how are you going to run your house how are you going to handle your kids how are you going to manage your work Mm -hmm. and it's it's a very it can become a very dark space place and it that fuels a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. and so I just it's just amazing that I'm sitting here and all this Mm -hmm. time and it's not something that happens overnight no it's not it's a a slow process Mm -hmm. and so people have to understand that you know I've been on these supplementations now for you know 10 12 years Mm -hmm. and I'm you know faithful I take them every day and she looks great (laughs) (laughs) right I know you know we have to we have to be the product of the product I know know? I know I know but I do take I still take um, hormone replacement every Mm -hmm. day I take progesterone but I do bioidentical I do not take any I do not take progesterone Mm -hmm. I take a bioidentical form of progesterone and which is very important and we Yes. You know, that's something that we can talk about some other time is just to make sure not to um, be on long term artificial hormone mm-hmm. therapy, yes. which is not good for breast cancer and ovarian cancers. So I've been on that ever since our, my children have been born. But um, 
you know, it just it just means a lot to have someone to steer you in the right direction and get you on track and to mm-hmm. be in a great place where I'm doing this and I'm able yeah. to share my story mm-hmm. and share doctors that mean so much to me and yes. that are doing so much good for the community. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you sitting with me today. Oh, you're welcome, Kelly. I love it. Yeah. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Thank you for Bye. listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, rate, and comment. Until next time, I am Kelly Graham, and this is All Things Real.